This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's ultimate culinary, culinary podcast. podcast. I'm your host, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. I'm here with the very talented, the one and only, the special the only food critic that matters. The ultimate. Ultimate food critic that matters. <laughs> Ann Christensen. Yes. Woo! We're just joking okay, about I the, just, we're, we're just having fun here. Did you mind that I made that sound? No. Okay. I need, I, I'd love to hear more of that. Woo! There we go. Okay. You're on ho- you can tell Woo. you're on vacation, aren't you? I don't know. I mean, I, no, I'm not <laughs> on vacation. What's a vacation? <laughs> well, this week on This Bites, uh, as you know, Thanksgiving is next week, so we have a, a few things to talk about Thanksgiving including a special Ask Ann edition. We'll kick off where where do you eat to get a turkey dinner when you don't want to cook on Thanksgiving? So we're going to ask you, Ann, about that. No, I won't answer that question. I refuse. (laughs) Then uh, a really cool thing that Yolande of Irie Zulu is doing on uh, November 17th. She's providing a a Thanksgiving meal, pre-Thanksgiving meal for 400 low-income folks in Milwaukee. We're going to get into details about that. Then, Holiday Folk Fair. This happened this weekend. It looks really, really cool. Uh, it's a lot of different foods from a, a kind of different cultures, different cuisines will be uh, represented at the Holiday Folk Fair International this weekend. And then uh, we have some news about Sweet Life, actually Sweet Diner and kind of their offshoot called Sweet Life. We're going to get into that. And then um, finally, I'm going to talk about non-traditional dishes for Thanksgiving. A little conversation Ann or have. Because personally, I don't know about you, Ann, turkey's overrated. Yeah, don't speak for me, Tariq. So we're going to talk about... Don't speak for we're, me. We're going to talk about some things you might... If you're tired of turkey like me, you want to do something different, we're going to put out some suggestions for you. Uh, that's this week's edition we of... We can also mention that Tariq does not like pumpkin. No, oh, it's overrated too. But uh, let's kick it off. Ask Ann. So Ann... If I don't want to cook so or Tariq. and I'm I'm lonely and and by myself yeah. or I just don't want to cook, but where can in Milwaukee can I go and have someone cook turkey dinner for me? There are quite a few restaurants that are going to be offering uh, Thanksgiving meals on Thanksgiving. So if you think that Thanksgiving is a day off for chefs, think again, Tariq. I know you don't care because, right? They're they're getting paid to do this, but yeah. uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm being terrible. Everybody deserves to have Thanksgiving off, but not everybody wants to cook Thanksgiving. No, they don't. And or, not not a lot. Or of they people, might not have a family. They here. may not have a family. Or they may not have the resources to yeah. do that. Okay, so uh, I'm going to tell you about the Packing House. You know, do you know the Packing House? It's on Layton Avenue near no, the airport. This is a restaurant where you can get a fish fry through a drive-through. Wow. They have a drive-through there. You can also get the Thanksgiving dinner, their turkey dinner, through the drive-through. Huh. They're going to offer their drive-through service from eleven to four. I suspect they're going to be very busy in that drive-through. Uh, but they're also doing a sit-down Thanksgiving meal, and it's going to be both both their holiday menu and the regular menu. So you can go in and get a steak, um, you know, some chicken, some mm-hmm. pasta, something like that. So they're going to be open in the dining room from 11 to 8, but that drive-thru is open 11 to 4. Mm. Um, Devon Seafood and Steak, if you're familiar, that's a steakhouse, um, steak and seafood place, rather, at Bayshore Town Center. They're doing a three-course prefix menu 
from 11 to 6 on Thanksgiving. And it, it most likely is going to include, you know, the turkey and the typical thing, Thanksgiving fixings that come with it. Okay. Um, another one, Trey Ravali, which is the restaurant inside the Kimpton Journeyman Hotel. They are doing a Mediterranean-style Thanksgiving buffet that includes carved turkey. Uh, they're going to be open from 11 to 6. The Iron Horse Hotel is doing brunch. And that's another thing. On holidays, oftentimes you might see a brunch I think it's an easier, well, you know, if, if it's a buffet, that's a pretty set type of meal that a restaurant mm-hmm. can do. And so their brunch at or at the Iron Horse Hotel is, is open from 10 to 4. It's going to include classic brunch fare. Um, if those options are not things that you're looking for, you can um, seek out the Mason Street Grill at, um, at the Fister Hotel. They're doing a three-course menu there from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Um, the Fister Hotel is doing... So the Fister Hotel inside their like ballroom, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, Mason Street Grill is also in the Fister Hotel. But their ballroom, they're doing a bountiful brunch from 11 to 3. And then the Chop House, which is um, at the Hilton Milwaukee downtown hotel. Okay. Um, that's a Marcus Hotel. Um, they're doing... Um, an a la carte menu, as well as their regular menu from 4 to 9 p.m. So these are options that if you want to go out and have someone else do the cooking for you and you want to be maybe the environment around other people, um, I will admit that there was one year that I went out to eat, maybe I maybe did that a couple of times at a restaurant, but I wasn't with my family. I was with other some friends' families. Mm. It's a very It was a very different kind of surreal experience for me. Because I'm used to a Thanksgiving with family, you know, yeah. just all of us cooking our traditional things. Mm. In a restaurant, it's very, it's a very different experience. But it also kind of takes the stress off you. Yes, it does. Um, it, it, you know, you can, there's also a number of places, though, where you can do, they will cook some courses for you. You can go pick them up, mm-hmm. bring them home, and maybe have them in addition to whatever else you want to make. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to be... Yeah, what are you going to be doing? By myself. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Huh. Might have some ramen packets. Anyway. Oh, that makes me really sad. Good. That's what I was aiming for. Yeah, I felt that Acting. was what you were hoping to do. <laughs> Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Next up on the Thanksgiving tip, good friends Yolande of Irie Zulu is doing really something special. Um, really cool thing that she's doing on November 17th. Um, on Saturday, November 17th at Mount Zion Lutheran Church located at 1201 012 West North Avenue in Tosa. She is cooking a, a pre-Thanksgiving meal for 400 low-income uh, folks at starting at 8 a.m. And that's this coming Saturday. So big ups to Yolanda and Ira Zulu for uh, donating in this. This is really a cool thing she's doing. She will be cooking African and Jamaican dishes such as peanut stew and rice, which is so tasty, curry chicken, South of African curry vegetables and plantain. 
Uh, these items usually cost uh, a pretty penny per plate, and, but she's donating this mm-hmm. completely to 400. And this, is, this is the third year she's done this. The third year, wow. Yeah. Big ups to her. Um, also, guests have to be already, here's a rule, if you know somebody, guests have to already be registered with Tosa Cares, a Wawa Tosa food pantry. Tosa Care is also providing um, families with turkey, stuffing, potatoes, cranberry, pumpkin, and muffin cake mix. So definitely check out that website for information if you know people or I assume they're looking for volunteers as well. If you want to help mm-hmm. out, that's a really good cause. It's it's nice to do stuff like that. I mean, it's great to do that all the time, but I guess especially around this time, mm-hmm. it's really important to... I think the need is really high. The need is really high. So definitely... Uh, check out Tosa Care and other organizations looking for help during this time. Uh, the, during this time of the season. Next up, we're going to talk about the uh, Holiday Folk Fair returns. Holiday Folk Fair International returns to State Fair Park. Tell me what's going down there. Looks like a really a lot of uh, amazing options for culinary. Uh, delights. Yeah, it's a three-day uh, festival that offers foods from 22 ethnic groups, and uh, it's there's a I mean it's a huge assortment of foods. Like I I really when I was looking at this list I was thinking that I don't know of another festival um, that takes place during the year where all of these foods come together in mm. one place here. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, obviously, we have things that go on in the Summerfest grounds, but m- they don't touch on, you know, Czech food, Egyptian food, uh, Filipino, um, you Nepali. know, yeah, Nepali food. So it's it's really interesting the 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 diversity of the of the foods you can get here. So um, so yeah, the the festival started today or starts today, um, the sixteenth, and it runs through Sunday the eighteenth, and. Um, the, I, apparently, the new group to the event is the Hmong group, yeah, I um, that. and they're going to be they They'll have food bo- booths with an extensive menu, um, and that's you know in addition to some of these things I'm going to mention here. So, for instance, um, uh, the the Arab uh, the Arab booth is going to have um, falafel, chicken shawarma, rolled grape leaves, mango lassi. In the Chinese booth, they're going to have sesame chicken with white or right white or fried rice, pot stickers, crab rangoon, um, Egyptian, they're going to have spinach pie and grape leaves, beef stew and rice, chicken kebabs, um, Filipino, they're doing lumpia Shanghai, which is a pork dish, a leche, a leche flan, cassava, nagarera nuts and rice. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry if I start butchering some of the names of these things, um, if I can't pronounce them. Um, Donishwaben. What is Donishwaben food? I think it is German food. Is it a region of Germany? It, it, it may be, but they're going to be doing pork goulash with noodles, potato pancakes with sausage and applesauce, strudels, Bienenstich, which is a honey cake, mm. um, a beasting cake, and lan lager. Lan lager. No, Lond Jaeger. Lond Jaeger. Before the end of this episode, for the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you what that is, Tariq. You <laughs> laugh, but it is true. Uh, Japanese, you're going in the Japanese booth. They're going to have teriyaki, bourbon, chicken stir fry, goiza dumplings, 
tempura dipped egg rolls, crab wraps, miso soup, shrimp tempura, and sushi rolls. Um, there's even a Native American booth that's going to do Indian tacos, buffalo burgers, buffalo chili, corn soup, pumpkin soup, and fry bread. Um, you know, the list goes on here. Ugandan, the Ugandan tent, or booth rather, is going to have sambusas, which are similar to samosas. Um, they're little pies, um, little little pastries that are filled with turkey or vegetables, jerk chicken rice, lentil stew, goat curry. I love goat curry. Mm. Do you like goat curry? I love yeah, goat curry. Yeah, I love goat curry. Um, yeah, so there are so many different foods that you're going to be able to, to sample here. Um, I think it's. I think to go for that reason alone is it's really worth it. But I know they have dancing, music, crafts. I mean, this is a huge, this mm. is a really huge multicultural f- festival that offers all these different mm. types of events. Cool. And that's this weekend. Uh, more information, you can check out folkfair.org or just go to radiomilwaukee.org slash dispites for all the details. Let's talk about uh, Sweet Diner. Uh, yeah. They're doing some a couple things for Thanksgiving, and they have some uh, n- a new venture? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they have a, they have a new um, catering arm. So they're actually celebrating their first anniversary um, or they, they celebrated their first anniversary earlier this month, technically. Um, and along with that, they've announced that they're doing, or they've started this new catering and events business that's called Sweet Life. And the person running it is Anna Docta, who was the chef and owner of Kasana, which was um, a restaurant in the Third Ward at one point in time. And then she was doing some kind of events at... Um, uh, at Great Lakes Distillery that yeah. we talked about. She was Got doing some, some pop-ups. Some pop-ups mm-hmm. there, yeah. So she is um, going to be doing these different catering um, and, and events at Sweet Life. Um, but they're also, just specifically for Thanksgiving, again, this touches on whether you want to pick, let's say you want to pick up different Thanksgiving foods and take them home and actually enjoy them mm-hmm. in the privacy of your own home. You could do that, well, from Sweet Diner or through Sweet Life. Um, They have something that they'll offer like a dinner for six that includes a cider brine turkey with with herb gravy, um, uh, a squash and honey bourbon stuffing, a sweet potato mash, wild rice salad, savory pumpkin bread pudding. These are just some of the courses. Um, and, and as long as they receive that order by Wednesday, November 21st at 2 p.m., you can you can pick this up on Thanksgiving Day at 10 a.m., which is pretty impressive that um, all they need, they need, I mean, that's less than 24 hours. Wow. Or maybe they might have to change that after we, the ultimate food podcast. I maybe. Talked about it. Right. They're going to say, oh, oh, God, you know, we have to add another. I mean, you got it. You're going to have to call by Monday, not Wednesday. But um, so anyway, that uh, that's one of the events that she's starting out with Anna, uh, which I think is pretty intriguing that she is uh, yeah. partnering up with them. And cool. it's also hard to believe that Sweet Diner is a year old already. I haven't been there yet. Have you? Yeah, right. I, I, of course, I, I wrote about it. Yeah, the right. thing about it is it's not a diner in the divey sense, sense of it. That's the new trend now. It kind of has this New York Yeah, it's a it. little stylish. Yeah. It's, you know, if you, um, I think if you're shopping around the Third Ward. They, but they open up early in the morning, like 6 a.m. Yeah, so. but I mean, it's, it's definitely a place that... Um, you know, it, it feels much more modern and mm-hmm. lively and contemporary and 
Um, it's not a hole in the wall. Let's so put you don't it that have that way. Weird, rude waitress that just doesn't get your order right. That's exactly. There's not a flow in there that's going <laughs> to yell at you and say, "Kiss my grits." Yeah. Um, right, and do you, remember, do you remember? I you know what I'm talking about. Uh, before my time. It was a show. It was called Flow. Before my time. And I think it was an offshoot from another show called Alice, which again, I am dating myself right here by even mentioning that. But Yeah, um, I think my parents were like 20. Yeah. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. You weren't even born at that yeah. point. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Sweet Diner, yeah, is kind of this new trend, part of this new trend of diners that are stylish and are doing an updated take on 1950s style diners and that's kind of what Don's Diner is doing too. But I digress, Tariq, because we're not here to, to dissect the age, the new age of diners, right? No, we're not. You know, um, on a second note, there was St. Paul and the place in D.C. had those uh, really cool retro diners that were like in this kind of train cars. Have you seen those? You know what? That That's the original. That is, that's how the, the whole With diner the started. Yeah. The diner was, was in, in Yeah, it was in those old train cars. So that is the, that is the, that's the history. If you go back and look at the history mm. of, of diners, that's where it started. So there's one so, in D.C. and in St. Paul. I assume they're still open. But I used to go to the one in D.C. a lot and get a malted milkshake and pancake. It was freaking great. Great. Yeah, there's a really great one down in Racine too. Really, that is, you know, in that same genre of like this super cool old train car mm. or old train station kind of thing. Um, uh, to me, that's I don't know, that's a really cool retro experience to have, and just you know, you get some giant plate like of mm. eggs and 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 potatoes that feeds like twenty people, but it's made mm. for one person. Um, to me, that is the ultimate experience. You're, you're looking at me, or you're not even looking at me. You're, you're, you, you seem somewhat skeptical, Tariq. No, I'm just preparing for our next topic. So. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so if you, can, if you can find those old retro train car diners, mm -hmm. that is an awesome experience to the have. Walking magazine yes. feature. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, if I can travel around the country to do that. You hear that, editor? <laughs> Get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, let's uh, uh let's talk I just want to have a conversation. Um I know you you love dried out turkey. But I, you know, you you are and, really making an assumption here, Tariq. I like dried out turkey. But personally Thanksgiving, I'm I'm, I'm I'm I get bored. I am I'm I'm a weird one. You're a weird one. That's uh, that's a proven and fact. I kind of get bored of the same year. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of people, I'm not, I, to be honest, turkey is a hard thing to cook. Let's be frank, right? Either people don't thaw it out right. The white meat, you have to drown it in gravy just to be edible. You just eat the dark meat. It's just, it gets kind of boring, right? So I want to have a conversation about people doing something different other than turkey or even different side dishes. Okay. Right. Like, let's start off one. Let's start off with this. Like, most people think the first Thanksgiving they had turkey. No. They didn't have turkey. They had wild fowl, uh -huh. venison, and a lot of seafood. Yes. And yes. one of the main seafoods they did apparently had was lobsters. Right. And like, why not, if you want to have a real Thanksgiving, why not have a lobster feast or a lobster boil? You know what I mean? I think that'd be fun. I hear you. You yeah. know, or maybe have lobster bisque or clam chowder. I think, you know, I, I, that's a Thanksgiving I like to see people do differently. It's because I, I can't believe like 
don't people get tired of turkey every Thanksgiving? Doesn't it get old? Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie, soup type, like I, to me, I just. I would like to try to do something different. Wouldn't you agree? Well, some, yeah, yeah. And I mean, in my family growing up, we always had those very traditional yeah. foods, the turkey mm-hmm. with the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and pumpkin pie. I am going to tell you that I do not really like pumpkin pie. I like I, I like mean, pumpkin things, but I like don't pumpkin like pie, pumpkin pie. They just don't know any better, you know? Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but I will say you that they're- thinking it. Well, okay, there's there are things about Thanksgiving in in terms of those traditional dishes that I am bored with that mm. I am tired of. Yes. Like what? Uh well, definitely the idea of um stuffing unless it's a really different more unusual type mm-hmm. of stuffing, I'm I'm over it. Mashed potatoes, pretty much over it. Um if it's just a roast turkey that you know, I, I don't know if it's just your basic turkey I'm prob- and gravy. I'm pretty much over it, too. Okay. But in my family, someone kind of steps up by doing, um, usually we're doing like a turkey breast on the grill or like a bunch of turkey breasts on the mm. grill. And I say breast because I'm probably the only one in the family that will eat dark meat. And um, It's the best part of... I know, but I'm telling you, we've got a bunch of kids and we've got a bunch of picky eaters and people that want to eat white meat. I can't explain it, Tariq, but it is the, the case. So you got to train them. Teach them. Right. But Slap I'll tell hands. you this. One of my brothers does these, these really, really d- does a nice job with turkey breasts on the grill that he does a brine on them and they are really juicy. They're really good. Um, but... I don't, I'm not much of a traditionalist as far as those foods are concerned. So I would do anything, really. I would be all over anything else. I would mm. do lobster. I would do, you I said think I. One day you said this one year. Steak. I did steak au poivre. What's steak au poivre? Well, I did a pan seared uh, steaks and I made um, uh, an au poivre sauce. Mm. I, you know, well, I encrusted it with peppercorns and I made mm. um, a sauce with it. Oh. And um, I think we did roasted vegetables and um, salad. And I don't know. I think at the time we were just like trying to avoid anything, any ingredient that reminded us of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So there were no potatoes. We didn't mm. do any, you know, um, Maybe we roasted some Brussels sprouts because I happen to love Brussels sprouts, even though that is also become a tradition in my family to do roasted Brussels mm-hmm. sprouts. Um, and there was, you know, there was no pumpkin pie for dessert. I think I did something like, um, I don't know, kind of like a, um, uh, maybe like a ginger snap uh, pudding that had like a crumble on top. Okay. Um, that's what I remember doing mm. that Thanksgiving. But yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think doing some something different but special, I, I, I think you could celebrate Thanksgiving that way. Now, there is a very famous episode of the Bob Newhart show. Again, I'm dating myself here. But these, okay. Does that show up in the Okay, well, no, no. I'm going to defend myself by saying I was watching reruns. I was never watching them when it was <clears throat> made. Fake news. No. Well, there's this episode <laughs> where they're, okay, so Bob Newhart, his Who's wife- that again? For our listeners that might not know Bob Newhart. or heard of Bob Newhart. He's a famous comedian. Now he's an old guy at this point. He also, he had like two different TV shows. But so in this was one, he like, uh, didn't he used to hang out with Abraham Lincoln or something? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go on. Okay. To younger generations, <laughs> he was in Elf. He was in the movie Elf. Ah, there you go. Okay. Uh, I just want to help out the People millennials. People are going to remember this. He was in Elf. Just helping out the millennials. Um, and I think he was another Elf alongside Buddy's Elf. Okay. But, um... 
Anyway, really funny guy. But there's an episode, Tariq, I will make this brief so I won't bore you. Where <laughs> you never bore me. They all get, so Bob, his wife, their neighbors, they all get so drunk. They were going to cook this turkey, but they forgot to turn the oven on. <laughs> and the, tr- the turkey was like frozen. still frozen. Yeah, it was frozen. And they were so drunk. I don't know what they were drinking, but they were so drunk oh, that they ended up calling the local Chinese restaurant. And then there was this whole really funny exchange on the phone that you you know you hear Bob talking to the guy about just about what he's ordering, but he's drunk at the same time, so it's hilarious because he can barely pronounce <laughs> what he's ordering. It's like mugu guy pan and blah blah blah, but it's very funny. Mm. And you know, I think a lot of people have stories of things that don't work out or a garbage disposal that goes haywire on Thanksgiving, and you have to call a rotor rooter. That happened in my family, by the way. Um, and Thanksgiving dinner was kind of ruined. Mm. And then you had to do something else, like a plan B. But yeah. you could also just do plan B. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. Let me, let me, let me p- p- throw it back at you. What, what are you going to do? Because you're kind of being noncommittal about it. I don't know what I'm going to do, but like I just, I don't know. I guess I'm not a non-traditionalist. People know I just, I, I'm, I'm an adventurous kind of person. I always want to try something new. Like, like this weekend, I'm going to go to this place called Imperial Lamian, I think it's pronounced. It's like a dumpling place, dim house place in Chicago. And they have some crazy dumplings and they look great. I'm like, why not have a dumpling party with mm-hmm. different fillings, but I not Thanksgiving fillings? Yeah. Don't, don't do oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. So hear me. Don't do something, but like. Try. And and don't do something like brats and cheese yeah. or something. But that's no. a very, you could do a dumpling party and get get all the family together and like prepare these dumplings together. You could do them fried, steamed, but they all, like kids can make them. It's a very engaging thing. Yeah. And do different ingredients that, you know, you can do traditional dumpling ingredients to try different things, but I think that'd be kind of fun to do. Um, I think I agree with you. I'm all about like crawfish bowls, lobster boils. I think yes. that's a very family engaging thing mm-hmm. uh, for Thanksgiving. So I'm thinking of things to do that engages, engages everybody during the process of cooking. Well, let me ask you this, because in a recent episode you mentioned, is it your aunt who does hen? Hen. Hen is, it is like, it's bigger than a chicken. It's like in between a chicken and a turkey. And a turkey. Uh-huh. Yeah. And some grocery stores sell it and it's always frozen in the back with the, uh, What's the chicken that has uh, been neutered? <laughs> capon? Yes. It's like it's next to the capon yeah. in the grocery store. And it's just juicier, more flavorful than a turkey. Yeah. And it's bigger well, than a chicken. I, and I think there are people that do things like that, or they do mm. goose. Goose? Or they, if you want other birds, ducks. Ducks, sure. You if, know, you want, if you want a, fe- or, a pheasant or, or something. Or rabbits. Or just, just, I just, or even like, why don't you get a smoker out and do some smoked brisket? Do yeah. some really good barbecue no, on I Thanksgiving. Hear you. Just, I, I was going to ask if you've ever done barbecue. Yes, I have done on barbecue. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's fun. I think families might enjoy that. Maybe that's just me. But I think no, I disagree with you. I, I, I mean, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> but I, I was going to say that I know people that are diehard traditionalists yes. who will not stray from what they normally do yeah. on Thanksgiving because that's how it's much a it means holiday. to them. You, uh, and I think that that's yeah. great. I absolutely respect it. But if you're open to trying something different, I think it's a great time mm-hmm. to do it. And it, and if you do have a family or if you do have kids, it's a, it's a great time to expose them to something new. Yeah, and bring the family together. There's so many ways you can do different things and. Might be learning about a different the cuisine. Like do a different party is a great yeah. idea. Trey. Or learn about a, a, a specific cuisine every year. 
learn about it and make a Pacific cuisine for Thanksgiving. So like one year it might be Japanese, one year it might be Hmong, one year. I think that's also fun because that also gets engaged in the learning process about learning about cultures. And that's a very Thanksgiving theme kind of thing to do, right? I think I think it's an impor- important cultural yeah. thing to do right now in yeah. the world we're, we're in right now to be thankful be about open learning about, and yeah. be open to other cultures yeah. and 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 perhaps explore their traditions so you can understand them a little bit better. So yeah, so just I just wanted to have that little conversation. Yeah, you know, people like and I mean about. you know think about you know what Yolande is doing over at, at Iri Zulu. Mm-hmm. She's serving this Thanksgiving meal, but it's. And it's her, and it's her culture. It's her she's doing, in, yeah. she's doing African and, and Jamaican, which mm-hmm. I think is perfect. Yeah. She's she's doing something that's coming exactly from the cooking style that she yeah. knows, and um, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. that's you know that and that's spreading. Okay, now I'm going to be you know if I go to this, I'm going to know more about African yeah. food and African culture. And I think that's I mean, a. It's I think wonderful. that to do that is the best time to do stuff like that is Thanksgiving. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, just to me, it just rings Thanksgiving to me. Maybe that's just me. Well, if we're thinking about what we're thankful yeah. for, or the, this is a time of gratitude. Gratitude and learning yeah. about other people, appreciated of other people's cultures, and that America is built on that. Yeah. You know, and I think to do to celebrate other people's cultures at this time kind of represents what Thanksgiving should be. Yeah, in America. Agreed. Agreed. Now, one other thing I was going to ask because I know at least uh, it was at least a year ago that a public a, a publication in town shared your recipe for sweet potato pie. Isn't that yeah. right? Yeah, in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, are you going to make a sweet potato pie? No, probably not. I don't know. I might just go to uh, Mister Dye's. Yeah, his pies is it's, it's about as good as mine. You think so? <laughs> You're gonna uh, give him credit for that. It's, it's about. It's, it's about almost as good. good as mine. Okay. Almost good as mine. All right. I'm All kidding. right. I'm like having fun. Well, I was. This pie is really good. Just put it out there. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. And that means my pie is like tr- drugs, crack. That's all. Yeah. It's addictive. I've never had it. You've never shared it with me. Yours? Mine? Your, yours. Oh. Yeah. Last time I made a pie was. It's probably last year I made a pie. I feel like you made it and brought it in here, and it was devoured. You, so you're probably there right. Any, there wasn't yeah. anything left. You're probably right. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just stay in bed, play video games, and eat Ritz crackers. Okay, that, that's... No, 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 no. If anything, not the Ritz crackers, please. I mean, do I, all the but other so stuff, buttery. but no, Ritz, no, no not they're the so Ritz buttery. crackers. They're so buttery. Only if you've got, like, that spray cheese to, to put on them. Oh, that's just, that's, that's <laughs> know, low. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That's a little too low for me. That is something, I got to tell you, when I was a kid, I remember, like, all the cousins on holidays getting together. Somehow, we had Ritz crackers and as a treat because, wow, what this is an amazing treat for kids to have processed spray cheese. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And you're spraying it in each other's faces because that's more fun than spraying it on the Ritz cracker. Uh, before we close out this week's edition of this bites, I said before I'm going to Chicago. I'm going. To, I, I just want to talk about this restaurant. I've been like drooling over the Instagram photos, and I'm actually going to hopefully meet the owner and say, "Hey, I have five bucks. What it take to get you to have open up in Milwaukee?" I've got five bucks. Open up in Milwaukee. That's an incentive <laughs> right there. <laughs> but this place called Imperial Lamian, like we always been talking about dim sum and dumplings, and kind of a lack of choices in Milwaukee. So I'm going to this place. I don't know how I found about it. But the menu is insane. Uh, like they have this rojak tofu. It's a fried tofu, cucumber, spicy rojak sauce, black sesame. 
They have a seared turnip XO with egg, beans, sprouts. Um, they have a whole selection of Zhao Long Bao's, the kind of the, the, the stuff, kind of big baked dumplings yeah. kind of thing. They have a spicy Szechuan, Shanghai style duck, Gruyere truffle and crap. I want Yeah, I was now. just looking at the different ones that they the different fillings and I was like this that's not And if you want to check out those. their Instagram page, just check it out. It will, it will, it will make you want to go take an Amtrak uh, train or drive to Chicago right now. Just go with Tariq. They have braised pork belly dumplings, um beef brisket. Um it's and they have dim sum and they have a London duck, which is a crispy duck, which I never even heard of London duck. Uh, they have the legendary three cups clay pot chicken. It's legendary. I, I hear about a lot of reviews about this place, so I'm gonna head down there in Chicago and uh, check it out. Can I also offer an aside, like an explanation? Because we were talking about the holiday folk fair, yeah. folk fair, and I was talking about this Schwaben German cuisine. Okay, mm -hmm. and I mentioned that one of the things they're gonna have is called Landjäger. Landjäger? I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm not sure, but um, it's a dried or semi-dried rather sausage that's traditional to southern Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and Alsace. Um, so it's a snack food that okay. would often be taken on hikes. So you could mm. you know put it in your backpack and have this like delicious um, dried meat. Um, so that is one of the things that they're going to have um, at the folk fair okay. at the Donnerschwaben booth. Cool. Looking forward to that. Well, that's this edition of uh, This Bites Milwaukee's Culinary Podcast with the legendary, iconic, lovely, genius. Who are you talking about? Yourself? And Christian. <laughs> and then yeah. and then me. Oh, gosh. You know, Tariq, Tariq, you know, your your self-deprecating sense of humor is... Is, is that self-deprecating? I thought that was just being honest. I don't think so. But uh, as as and that was this bite. So this bite is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and our gracious membership. Subscribe to the podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org or on iTunes, on Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts, even in the toilet. As always, stay hungry and keep the malort <laughs> cold. I hope nobody's listening to this in the toilet. I would be honored. Really? Yeah. That's that's dedication. That's loyalty. Well, yeah. But that is loyalty. Mm. You know? Okay. Well, enjoy yourself this weekend, Tariq. I want to hear everything about that Chicago visit yeah. next week. Yeah, you will. You too, Anne. Thank you.